As one crookshank and one and only Moose Swiftly speaker checking in for a daily Moose Swiftly thought, giving you a perspective on teamwork that you will not get anywhere else. Let's just let's dive right into this LeBron James, these these comments that were made by LeBron James. And you know, first and foremost, I gotta tell you, I am a fan. I'm one of the ones that believe that when it's all said and done, he is better than Jordan. He will be known as the GOAT. And I respect him a ton for getting this conversation started. I really do. I really do. However, there are four points I want to make because I think he's missing some things in terms of what he said. I think he started something and he didn't provide enough, provide a solution. Uh, first and foremost, and I learned this very early on in my speaking career, 99% of communication is nonverbal. And if you look at his tone, the tone of his voice, if you listen to the tone of his voice and you see his body language, if you didn't know who LeBron James was, you would say that that's a victim. That guy's a victim. That guy is a victim because of the way he just presented the issue. And I don't care what you've gone through. I mean, listen, I don't care what you've seen or your opinion. If you have a billion dollars in your bank account, you are not a victim. You are a victor. And the way it's portrayed and the, the tone in which he took when he brought this up made it seem like he is a victim. And that is not helping the black community. That does not help us one bit, which brings me to my second point. The second point because he compared Kyrie Irving, compared being the Kyrie Irving situation, he brought up the Kyrie Irving situation about how he was asked about Kyrie but not asked about Jerry Jones. Well, it's like, motherfucker, you know, <laughs> Kyrie Irving was a former team is a former teammate of yours. Kyrie Irving is a famous black athlete. He's not your typical black man that you see on the street every day. So people wanted your opinion on someone that you have publicly praised that you it was like a brother to you at one point that you've talked about and you won a championship with comparing the situations has does absolutely nothing for your argument you've been better off just saying hey why haven't you asked me about the jerry jones photo keeping it straight like that and then putting them putting them on the hot seat all right second the third point that I would have loved to see as a black man, as a black man that's in the, the speaking world, in the thought leadership world, in the world of inspiring young black kings. I would have loved to hear him talk about how all of this stuff about how us black men are being prosecuted and the way we're, we're being exploited when we do things wrong. I would have loved to hear him say that is our blessing. It's our blessing that we get to have that privilege all right because it is a privilege it is something that makes it so we're stronger because we have to go through it we have to go in our mind when we're going out and doing some great things when we're going out and making our decisions it's our blessing to know look one fuck up one fuck up can ruin it all for us that is our blessing and that makes it so when we come together he every black man that's listening to me right now knows and sees the magic and the power that happens when us as black men come together all right final point final point number main thing that's an old phrase actions speak louder than words so for you to get up there for you to get up there and make these bold statements and then drop the mic and then not take questions <laughs> think about how hypocritical that shit is you're complaining or you're you're upset about the fact that the media didn't ask you a question about a certain topic and then you don't take questions you don't take questions after you drop the mic you don't keep the mic i would love to see you have the microphone and say all right now y'all can ask me some questions and for those of the, the uh, i've heard a lot of media folks talking about oh well they asked him about trump they asked him about this well he publicly what he publicly expressed his disgust and his 
anger towards Trump. So they asked him about the things that he publicly tweeted. But for him to make this statement, which was a very powerful and very great statement that he made, and then not take questions, that makes him just as cowardly as the people who didn't ask him the questions. Or I don't know if it makes him as cowardly, but it definitely doesn't create a solution, which should be the main thing that's on everybody's mind, is what the fuck is the solution? We can't keep just making these bold statements and then letting it letting it fly without providing and creating a solution because all you're doing is creating more victimhoods, more victims and more victims. And that's not what we want, all right? By you not taking questions now, the Stephen A. Smiths and the, all the other reporters are speaking for you, the Jay Williams are speaking for you. And that's, again, not what we need as black men, especially as a, a black man who has as much fame as he does, all right? So speaking of, you want to hear my solution, my personal solution for what all this is going on, make sure you subscribe to the Move Swiftly podcast. I can't talk to you about it on this particular video because it's going to take me a good 30 to 40 minutes to really explain and break down everything. It's uh, makeyamove.com. It's M-A-K-E-Y-A-M-O-V-E.com. You'll dive deeper into, I dive deeper into all of this stuff. If you guys know me, you know this is my life. This is what I do every single day. I'm on this every single day. This is my life. This, and I love that he brought this up because it, it had me thinking and it, it really is something great that he's at least trying. So I got to give him credit for that. All right. As one Crookshank, you want to only move swiftly speaker, check it out. You guys continue to move swiftly. We will talk more soon.